0: I get so lost sometimes,
1: days pass, and this emptiness fills my heart. What a great version of this song! Yeah, I like it. When this was the song I that I danced away, to with my wife at her wedding.
0: Version, yeah,
1: I'm a huge Peter Gabriel fan.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot that about you like his solo
1: stuff, his earlier solo stuff. And uh, and I love the original version of this song, but we got into this version when we were together. Well, no, we're still together.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you heard this one before, Bonus? Uh, no, who's this? Jeffrey Gaines,
0: yeah,
2: I never heard it. So soon, we'll nice though, it's live. It's live, yeah, yeah.
0: I like that sound of like the acoustic guitar and just a really rich voice.
1: Uh, I'm playing it because today's the anniversary of the day I met my wife. We met on St. Patrick's Day at night. She was in town, London, Ontario, visiting a friend. I was working there, I knew her friend. So and, how did uh, you
0: get invited out that night? And it was just you. Like, you went with another crew.
1: Well, so it's kind of like a lot. So I used to date this girl. Okay. We went out for a long time. Uh, we broke up. Um, but I knew, like, all her friends and stuff. And so I uh, was friends with this girl in London, and she was friends with some of my ex girlfriend's friends and they were coming to London to visit with her Mm -hmm. and because I knew some of my ex-girlfriend's friends she's like oh why don't you come meet up with Sandy and I and uh, and our friend Deb who's gonna be in town okay and I'm like yeah sure great and so I had been at this one bar and then I knew they were there so I went over to their bar the bar they were at and it was like just around midnight and I met Deb for the first time I'm like wow she's hot yeah and uh she happened to be my ex-girlfriend's like worked with her Okay. I think even my ex girlfriend possibly reported to my wife. Like it was almost like she was maybe my ex's boss. Ooh. So it was a little awkward. <laughs> like we never, I never thought that I stood a chance with her. Yeah. And uh, we just kind of hung out that night, and it was fine, and you know, got to know her a little bit. You
0: weren't feeling the vibe that night. Well, I,
1: what? Not really. Like we, you know, I knew she was like I was attracted to her and everything, but right. I, I wasn't thinking that I had a chance with her. And then we all met up the next night on the 18th of March. Yeah And uh, we Which hung out all Which usually people night. are
0: like totally nursing a hangover And that's not really a big night to go out Like,
1: you're... Yeah, I mean, you know We all, probably only met up at like 8 or 9 at night or something Okay, And then we just hung out all night as a group And I just started hanging out with my wife Well, at the time, Deb mm-hmm. And uh, we were hitting it off And we were doing, like, I was doing this bit um, With these fake teeth with her Like we were having what? fun together So I used to, I had this... Um, this set of fake teeth made.
0: Uh-huh. And it makes
1: my teeth look like I am some redneck from the deepest part of the Old South. So
0: wait, <laughs> like why teeth did you in have different these...
1: directions. Why did you have these made? Because I was at this bar one night. Uh, and I saw this guy, and he had these fake teeth, and it was just hilarious. Okay. It's hard to explain, <laughs> but he it was just this guy, he was so funny with these fake teeth. Okay. And I was enjoying the bit so much that I even said to, like, uh, one of the guys, I'm like, oh, where did that guy get his uh, those teeth from? <laughs> those are hilarious. Okay. Because they were clearly, like, fake, but looked so real. Yeah. And, uh, and the guy's like, oh, my buddy's a dentist.
0: He made them for him? He
1: made them for him. <laughs> and I'm like... Hey, I need a dentist. And I go, and he goes, oh, come see me. This guy, Dr. Nigel Black. Okay. RIP. He, uh, since has passed away, oh. really nice guy and died really young. Sad story. But anyway, he's like, I, uh, uh, yeah, come see me. I'm like, well, I'll come see you if you make me some fake teeth. He's like, deal. <sighs> so I went, had a dental appointment with the guy. Yeah. Super cool dude. And he made me these fake teeth. <laughs> He did, like, the full molds and everything. Like, you know, have you ever had to, like, do, I've like... Done I've done the full molds. I, yeah. It cost
0: me $500. Oh, I,
1: I don't even know what it would have cost. I mean, so he did, like, the the that uh, gel stuff they put in there yes. to do the mold. And then he goes, what I do is I I just tell, like, the uh, the fake teeth people, people yeah. that make his fake teeth, just send me your, like, spares, the ones that didn't quite work out. Uh, okay. And then he sticks them in at different <laughs> angles. So that you just you look like you have, like, a mangled mouth. Okay. And, uh, um, Wow. anyway, I had them. And then, so this was one of the first times I really had a chance to use them was that weekend. <laughs> and I was killing with this bit. Bundus, I know that you're like a handsome guy and you get to like rely on your looks, but a guy like me needs to have a bit. And <laughs> would these- you
0: ever do something like this? Bundus have fake teeth on <laughs> no, you? Never. Oh. Like,
2: I-, I totally agree that humor is uh, a huge part of, of picking up, but I could never do that. And that's probably to my own fault that I would be just too like.
1: I don't know what the word is
2: yeah. uh, Like self-conscious About myself Doing something like It was that. such
1: a neat Social experiment Because people Believed they were real And just seeing You know That you're You know when you're Staring at someone Because they're You know disfigured Or something's going on Yeah And, uh, and you're just like You don't think they notice Uh huh They notice Oh People can tell When they're being stared at yeah. You can
2: feel those eyes You
1: on feel you. it When I would have these teeth in And I remember using them One night at the Madison In Toronto Yeah And it was hilarious because, you know, these people from a distance, you could tell they were laughing at me, Mm -hmm. but laughing at me in a way like, oh my God, check out that guy's mouth. Holy (laughs) shit. Get some braces, dude, or whatever. But anyway, that weekend, that night uh, that I was hanging out with Deb, I was using the fake teeth and and basically she was loving it. She was
0: eating it up. Yeah,
1: totally. And uh, we just, uh, by the end of the night, I kind of said to her, it's too bad that I know you through now, what, Sarah, who is my ex And she was like, I was thinking the same thing what And then made I knew you, I was in
0: What made you say that? Because that's a big that. I, I, that I, is you saying, I'm interested, basically Yeah,
1: because I could feel some chemistry I could feel like uh, And the worst part is I'd spent like the first part of the night Talking about my ex-girlfriend oh. whether in our story, you know How we came to How it ended and all that Because oh, yeah. honestly, I felt like, you know I didn't stand a chance anyway So right. what did it matter? Right, right And and
0: (laughs) you always got to try. That's a move Bundes would would discourage you from doing. You always have to act like you have a
2: chance. Um, I think it actually worked in your favor. I don't, I, if I was in your situation, would have never brought up my ex-girlfriend to a potential partner. But I think that your uh, mindset of maybe you don't think there's a chance so I'm just going to be myself and then be like, ah, it's too bad you, you know, you knew my ex-girlfriend. I guess it's not going to happen. Made it seem like you didn't really care all that Uh much. Which made her want you more Because she was like Well what do you mean You're not going to chase no, after me No it wasn't I, It
1: didn't play out like that I know the tone in which You delivered it was different Like I was just like Near the end of the night A little drunk And it was like Ah oh, it's too bad I know you through Sarah Yeah yeah And she yeah. was like "Oh, I was thinking the same thing Aww. And then I knew I was uh, I had a chance there Then I was like Oh shit <laughs> I Spent too much time at the beginning of the night talking about my ex. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I'm also too drunk, probably. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Not too drunk to uh, throw a little makeout session to the mix. But the thing was, is that we didn't want the other people that knew her to know that we were like hitting it off. Which
0: adds it was to a the touchy subject. Yeah, excitement. So
1: I, I kind of like said, "Hey, come here for a second. I like I grabbed her and we we went around the corner where people couldn't see us, and I uh, just laid one on her. <laughs> big smoocher, big
0: smoocherunia. Eh? Oh, nice. Did, yeah, I just.
1: Uh, and then it was like it became this kind of secret that we were hitting it off that way because we left that bar, we grabbed some street meat, and then we went back to this. I, some people I don't even know who they were we went back To this apartment they were having a party Someone knew them yeah and then uh, Any chance people weren't looking at us Like if we were outside the building I would like you know like make out with her Again oh, well, and people must be, have known no They didn't on. they really didn't And we kept it undercover for a while mm-hmm. Because it was it was weird you know Like she worked with my ex-girlfriend Yeah that is weird And That's totally uh, weird it was it was a little bit Like sensitive. offside a little Sensitive but you know what the heart wants with the heart wants and uh, of course like it ended up working out so mm-hmm. it was worth it but it was it was a good few months before we started letting people know
0: We wanted to tread lightly
1: like our first day was a secret yeah you know she met me in toronto were you
0: so nervous that you were gonna fuck it up on that first date <laughs> i wasn't <sighs> were though. you did you bring the teeth
1: <laughs> no i didn't i didn't uh we you know it would have been really tough for her well first of all She's, so she's like, okay, we'll meet in Toronto. Like I talked to her a little bit after this weekend mm. and I'm like, I want to see you again. We got to see each other. And, yeah. And I'm like, uh, come to Toronto. Cause she still lived at home. What was I going to do? Go like yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah And so we met in Toronto. I had a friend who worked at the Royal York. Mm-hmm. She got me like a good deal on a room. Nice. So I, I had a room for her. I said, oh, you know what? I have a friend who works at the Royal York. I got you a room that you can stay in. It's your place. You know, right. no strings attached. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but when she showed when she said she was driving to Toronto to my ex girlfriend my ex girlfriend's like oh can I come because she knows people in Toronto oh shit so now they're on a road trip to Toronto oh she said yes yeah well she had to you know <laughs> she wasn't gonna say no oh fuck Deb's not really a liar she's not really like a, I like a have said, she's oh, not good at lying I she's an made honest a, person some excuse well she, then we had this date on the Saturday they were driving on the Friday so they hung out on the Friday. I was working in London. I couldn't really meet up with her that night. And then she kind of made up some story that she was going to hang out with her cousin uh, the next day. Yeah, perfect. But she was meeting up with me. But my buddies all lived in this one house, uh, Young and Eglinton. Uh-huh. I, think, I don't know if you ever went to that house uh, for a party with I us. I was but, invited, yeah. Okay, he said no. I said no. Um, <laughs> but anyway, she pulls up. It's like me and four of my friends all sitting on this front porch, you know, those Toronto classic Stoop, porches. yeah. You know, they had a couch out there. (laughs) Of course. uh, And then she came up and like in front of all the guys, like total, you know, (sighs) what an awful scenario to have to show up and be kind of on display. And then we went to Toronto Island. And spent the afternoon there. Oh,
0: that's nice.
1: Then we went back to check into the hotel, get her settled in her room.
0: Where was the friend at this point? Was she staying at the hotel too? No, or? she was
1: like with friend, other friends. Like, you know, we uh, she had a lot of friends in Toronto too. So. so she
0: was crashing at a friend's house.
1: Yeah. I think Deb crashed with her the first night and then she stayed at the hotel the second night.
2: Oh man, I would have been so upset for you had that hotel gone to waste and she never like would have been able to... Um, you know, see you that weekend because her friend was stuck with her. You know, Yeah, and, and I mean... it 's like I, went on to this big spurt, You're pulling strings, trying to be like a high yeah, road. Yeah, like, I, I can't make
1: it. I can't get away. I can't get away to see you. And I'll be like just staying in the hotel room alone.
0: Um,
1: I mean, my friend had like wine set up there. Like, you know, when you know oh. someone who works at a hotel, they know how to like make sure that you're treated like a VIP.
0: That's awesome. And so
1: we, yeah, after the day at Toronto Island, we went to the hotel and then... uh then we went out for dinner after a little bit of time in the hotel. Where'd you go? A uh, place called Marla Janes, I think, like King mm. West.
0: Okay. Don't know it.
1: Uh, I think that's what it was called. It was a cool place. Um, it was good. Then we went back to the hotel. Ended up fun? like spending the night there. What about your irritable bowel
0: was that far? Like you went out for dinner.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is,
0: don't you have those nerves? I thought you were that guy who's like, oh no, my stomach.
1: Yeah, but we had kind of like hung out a bit that first weekend and made out a bunch and talked and we had spent the day together. So my nerves were winding down. Like I was not at my best. Put it that way. Right. You know, wasn't firing on all cylinders. <laughs> uh, but we had had a makeout sesh before we went to dinner, and yeah, I, you know, it, it was great. It was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was like the perfect first. Real date Even though we had met And spent time together Before that Mm -hmm. And uh That was 21 years ago now Holy crap
0: Did you guys ever consider Having your wedding On St. Patrick's Day Because you met On St. Patrick's Day
1: Yeah, That would be like The worst thing to do Everybody would hate you If you did
2: What? I'd love it I
1: mean it'd be a good night To throw a party You know People just want to get Shit faced And uh Yeah And party And yeah I think it would have worked Um I don't think that was the timing we were looking for. Mm. I uh, I don't remember. Like, we got engaged in, like, uh, end of January. It was actually the first week of February when we got engaged. And I think we just wanted to get it done. I don't think we wanted to wait till the following March. We got married that September. Oh, you did? Okay. Within, like, whatever, seven... In a bit months.
0: Yeah, now you can't even do that anymore. Now it's like, oh, you want a dress? You, you know, It's going to take yeah. at least nine months minimum to get the dress. It was
1: tight. I mean, we had to make sure we had the venue. That was the hardest thing. Yeah. And we happened to grab a venue that wasn't overly busy. Uh, and they changed the rules because it was originally, like it was at this pretty nice golf course. And they were like, well, normally we only have weddings for like 200 people. But, you know, we have some space. So they let us have a wedding for 140 I think it was the number we had to pay for. It's
0: funny that they say that to you. Well,
1: you know, they don't want to like rent out a whole facility and like have 20 people there.
0: Yeah, but they'd rather uh, have 140 than have zero. Yeah. You don't have a booking? Well, then rent it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, classic wedding and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What a story, eh? The teeth.
1: The teeth. (laughs) That, I mean, it helped. It was my bit. (laughs) I mean, I, yeah, I'd I'd killed with it a couple of times. I got this other girl's number like the same night I met Deb on that, uh, like late afternoon, early evening at St. Patrick's Day with the teeth. (laughs) Yeah. I ended up uh, uh, taking over her lease of her apartment, the the one I met earlier. It was worth it, though. She had a cool pad. It was worth it. Yeah. That's Maybe she just wanted to get rid of her apartment. That's why she gave me her number. I don't know.
2: It's quite
0: possible. Humor works so well. But I'm though. telling
1: you, that bit was killer.
0: Humor works. You know, I love guys on the dance floor that are making me laugh. I love that. It's better than a guy like just with all the moves on the like dance floor. is
2: crew. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, some of my buddies like to have fun when they when they dance. I'm not that guy. Yeah, you're more serious. I'm definitely way more serious.
1: Keep those hands down low, below <laughs> the shoulders. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: humor works.
0: It for is sure. a big. I
1: mean, like St. Patrick's Day's got to be right up there with uh, one of the top pickup nights of the year, right?
0: I met a boyfriend on St. Patrick's Day. I was in a, a pub you may know, McKibben. In Irish Montreal, pub. yeah. I used to live across the road from McKibben's in the apartment buildings there, like literally across the road. Bishop Street? What was McKibben's yeah, on? Bishop. We called ourselves the Bishop Street Babes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three girls in an apartment there, and we, we from our patio, could see into the pub and know how busy it was. And oftentimes, one of the, um, the bartenders had a flashlight behind the bar, and he would signal us from our patio to come over with a flashlight, kind of doing like an SOS. This is uh,
1: before you had a cell phone, I guess.
0: (laughs) Well, it was just funny living that close. We should have had a zip line straight to the bar. But I remember going in there on St. Patrick's Day pretty early with uh, my roommates and somebody calling out my name. I'm like, who the hell is this? It was a guy from Guelph, who played on the university hockey team who was in town and knew me from back in the day. I guess we went to the same school. I can't remember. But he's like, Mora. I'm like, yeah, hi. Who are you? And he's like, it's Chris. Anyways, Chris Bundis. We ended up uh, dating for a while after that, even though it was kind of like a long distance relationship. We kind of made that work. I went back and forth. I remember feeling so guilty going back to Guelph to visit him and not telling any of my family or friends that I was going back. You'd,
1: you'd go back home and not say anything?
0: Well, I didn't I only was going for the weekend and I didn't want to
1: bog sucked in bog to... myself
0: down yeah. with family functions. I wanted to be hooking up with my boyfriend Chris. Did
1: you ever have to hide out?
0: Um, no. I just stayed at his place and like went out downtown. I wasn't gonna run into like my mom downtown oh, or anything like that.
1: My university girlfriend, um She had an extra year. She was a year behind me at university. Mm -hmm. And when I graduated, when I couldn't find work in radio, I decided um, in the second semester of like the year after I graduated to move in with a buddy at my university. Because my girlfriend at the time was going to school there still. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to get a job in radio. Anyway, we couldn't tell her parents because that I moved back to university. Oh, yeah they would freak out about that. Yes. They would just be worried I was going to distract their daughter, yes. etc. So when she came back to Montreal, like I would go over to her parents' house for dinner and we I couldn't say that I was living up there <laughs> with her, you know, like or not with her, but like across the parking lot from her in a different building. Oh
0: my God. And
1: then there was this one time uh, I was convinced I saw her mom in Lennoxville, where I, my university was mm-hmm. when I was in the convenience store. I'm like, oh shit, that's her mom. Mom. And I um, I went and I had to hide in the beer fridge. In <laughs> Quebec, they have like beer fridges in all these convenience stores because yeah. uh, they're allowed to sell beer. And I just went and hid there for like 15 minutes. Turns out it wasn't her, even her. But I was just like, we, it was this big secret, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. You Just gotta, like
1: when Deb would come visit me mm-hmm. Like her friends couldn't know that she was visiting me I thought it Sucks. was kind of
0: cool To go back to Guelph and not Visit any family or anything And that I, I was staying at my boyfriend's student house In a completely different neighborhood Than I grew up in oh, So you I, could
1: go out, you weren't worried like, about running into people No,
0: it was kind of like a new experience In the city, you know It's like, ah, I thought I knew this small town I guess I don't
1: You ever had to hide out with someone, Bundes, when you're out? Like, did um, you ever date like a a friend's ex-girlfriend or uh, or date a girl that was like friends with your ex and it's like, oh, we gotta go over here because someone might see us. Only one time,
2: uh, and I told you guys about that story about uh, a good friend of mine who moved to Europe and um, he moved to Europe to go to school with his new girlfriend and I hadn't spoken to his previous girlfriend in a couple years and we kind of like ran into each other again at uh, a music video shoot randomly. Um, just and, the
1: one who dropped her dress yeah. and did the whole thing? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. It, it, oh. People have heard earlier podcasts have probably heard that epic story. The dress story. drop, yes. yeah. <laughs>
2: so, but there was never any issue of um, me being worried about anybody seeing me, like, because he lived in Europe, right? Okay. So that would be the only time that, that that ever happened to me. Other than that, there was only one girlfriend when I was like 15, 16 years old, you know, in high school where we would have to like, Hide the relationship Because her parents Were super strict Oh yeah
1: Sucks to have to hide A relationship For any reason But you know Sometimes you gotta
0: Gotta keep it under wraps
1: Gotta keep it under wraps Yeah
0: Well are you guys Gonna celebrate today Are you gonna do anything With Deb
1: no, no, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I mean, it's not really our anniversary now. I right? know, but it's kind our of anniversary cute. is like the day we got married. You have all these different versaries in a relationship, and the day we met is it's like fun to acknowledge, but I don't think it's like uh,
0: it's not a big deal.
1: I mean, she posted something on oh, Instagram Oh, yeah, and the, Facebook, the Instagram
0: so. post would make you think that you should be doing something special. You know what I did?
1: We spent a whole podcast talking about hooking up. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what we did. There you go. There you go, Deb. This will live on forever, our whole story.
0: And all my instincts...
1: And thank you to Colleen for booking that room at uh, Royal York. Yeah,
0: is she still there? I need a no. I need a hookup at the Royal York. No,
1: she lives in Saskatchewan. She met some guy and they moved to Saskatchewan. Oh God,
0: love makes you do crazy things.
1: Oh. I don't know. I, I lived in that province for a year and a half. That would be, I. It would have to be Margot Robbie invites me to move with her to Saskatchewan, <laughs> Saskatchewan to go yeah. back there. I get it. I can't imagine what it's like for her. She must miss. The real world so much. The real world. <laughs> uh, thanks for checking out the podcast. We'll talk to you soon.
0: I see the doorways to a thousand churches Resolution
1: of all my fruitless searches